Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. Since the beginning of time, we've all been very fixated on our relationship to the planets. Biblical times, right? I mean, the story of the wise men showing up to Jesus's birthplace, they followed the star. And then sailors used to follow the stars mm, when they navigate. were yeah. to navigate. We've always had a relationship with stars and planets. Fifth dimensional consciousness, 5D is all about relationship. It's a completely relational thing. So as we come further into 5D, as it opens its doors, we are meant to explore every relationship we have with one another, with ourselves, with our outside world, and with the stars. So I find it absolutely fascinating and so timely how mainstream astrology has become. It's crazy. Everyone's talking about the the Mercury retrograde, (laughs) you know. I know, nobody would ever like use that language in the 80s when I was growing up. It was such a hippie thing to do. Even people who I know don't believe in any of this shit. Yeah, who would not consider themselves spiritual at, at all. all mm-hmm. will say things like, oh, it's probably the full moon. And it's Isn't just... Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> I'm always But like... even though there, there is science behind the moon stuff affecting yeah. all of us. So yeah, yeah. that is, you know, it's yeah. water and gravity and all the exactly. rest of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's true. It's become a lot more mainstream. Oh, and yes. it worked out quite well at the point that I found out everything about it. Then it became mainstream. Now people ask me questions and I can ask them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I walked into an Urban Outfitters with my daughter a couple of weeks ago and every shirt was astrology and i remember my first reading just being really awed by how much she could figure out or read about me just through my natal chart when you've had your chart read by someone very good Mm -hmm. it is fucking fascinating it is and there are so many different types of astrology out there so when you say somebody good what do you mean by that my advice has always been Mm -hmm. go to someone that's been recommended same that's the best way to do it. Yeah. But if there's no one around that's been recommended, follow your gut. So basically your nasal chart is the snapshot of the stars when you were born mm-hmm. and where the planets and where the sun and where the moon were the literally the minute you entered Earth. And they take it as the moment that you entered Earth was the moment you were meant to enter. Your nasal chart is meant to be able to show you who you are at your very core, how you deal with your emotions, how you communicate, how you love how you appear to other people and how you appear to yourself as well it can also show you where your greatest wounds are your greatest opportunities for healing where your soul's purpose is Mm -hmm. and where your career purpose is so Mm -hmm. it kind of covers everything so it just as we said in the previous episode we talked about how every soul has a blueprint your natal chart is a reflection of that blueprint Exactly. I tend to see it as the instruction manual of your soul. You know, astrology not only tells us about ourselves, but it connects us to a particular cosmic origin story. So it's not just I am born to my mother and father who are from this place, and that would be your sort of earth origin story. Mm. It tells This you is your cosmic exactly. origin story. My natal chart is very concentrated in two aspects. Yeah. Who I am, how I see myself and my relationships and they are opposite each other and I remember the first time I understood what that meant it literally explained so much about how I'd been living my life and I remember for a long time I kept thinking to myself I need to care about other things I can't just always care about relationships yeah like not just even relationships (laughs) with men but relationships with 
my friends, my family, everything like that can't be the most important thing in my life. (laughs) Right. And so says your logical brain. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yes. But then when I got to read my chart, and I realized that is why because that is who I am. As much as you can use the stars to determine certain things, the reality is these things were also meant to happen. Well, the thing is, with astrology, it could all be total bullshit. Yeah, like everything else. Like everything else. It could be total bullshit, it could be just a fun game, or it could be true. We just don't know. But it is interesting in that it is another tool that we can use as humans Mm -hmm. to learn more about ourselves. Let's say you have your son in Virgo and someone will tell you, oh, your son in Virgo means X, Y, Z. And you might go, well, that's not who I am. What astrology has inadvertently done Mm -hmm. is let you discover a little bit more about you. Not because you do act like you have a son in Virgo, Mm -hmm. because you're self-aware enough to say, that's not who I am. Mm. So it's an amazing tool because in some respects it can open those doors to your soul's blueprint. And I think in a lot of ways that that's definitely the case. Yes. But in other ways, it allows you to feel what feels right about your soul's blueprint. It is that amazing way to help connect, define and understand who we are. Yeah. In that greater sense of the yeah, word. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that being. Because I think, you know, when we talk about souls and how we feel, actually astrology is so accessible. It is. It's a really easy mm-hmm. way to go get a natal chart reading will cost you very little and you can do it very easily. It's bringing into the conversation something that's quite esoteric, a bit more spiritual and normalizing it in conversation. It is very normal now yes. for people to tell you what their sun sign is. It is very normal now for people to discuss charts because it's the human compulsion to want to know our stories. Will you explain to me why I am anxious? Will you explain to me why I feel uncomfortable here? Will you explain to me this run of bad luck here? Mm -hmm. Or why things didn't work out in this relationship or that relationship? What astrology is often used for is to predict what's going to happen next. And that's been going on forever. Forever. Since I think astrology was first conceived or introduced. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, I met an incredible astrologist and she does not forecast the way in which most people do mm-hmm. she does not say on the 23rd of april a tall dark handsome stranger will walk into your life mm-hmm. she will explain to you the energies that will be affecting you at a certain period of time mm-hmm. but make you fully aware it is up to you and how you show up how they will actually affect you in that moment so whilst there's a predictive element to her astrology Mm -hmm. it's much more about self-ownership i think that that is much more of a healthier way to look at astrology Mm -hmm. because we can get lost in the predictive nature of it like we talked a lot about in season one once again we are going to other people to tell us what's wrong with us and it's just a different way of doing it i'm not going to look at the lesson i'm not going to look at why it keeps happening i'm not going to do the work on myself to stop it from happening again i'm going to go to an astrologer and they're going to tell me that it's because my venus was in my 12th house when i was born under i don't know what and that is why this happens and so i can just accept it and i all of a sudden have a story around it and again it becomes a crutch again it becomes a way for us to avoid 
fixing ourselves. That's right. We're looking for an excuse or a reason why this is happening. Mm -hmm. When the reason is really fucking simple. <laughs> it's happening because there is something in your life you're not looking at. It's something you've created for yourself. And I think that's what's happening more and more as people are exploring astrology and really getting into it and wanting to know more about themselves and using it as a tool and looking beyond the natal chart. The greatest hazard is really using it to forecast. When am I going to meet my future partner? When am I going to have this fabulous job? When, 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 when? Or why, why, yeah. why? It's always the when or the why. I'm and sure you get that a lot though as well. Yes. And much like in my personal experience as a facilitator, practitioner, it's the, well, only you can really know that. I can tell you based on what I see and the information I receive, but it's not 100% because ultimately you're the one writing what's in the stars. The stars don't control you. You're the one writing your own story. No one else is doing it for you. Whilst the energy is there for you and can show up negatively or positively, it is up to you yes. how you make that happen. We can predict to an extent what could be. Absolutely. But it's really up to you to change your stories. Oh, yeah. And it's really up to you to find your truth. And it's Completely. really up to you to be the best version of yourself you can be based on your natal chart. If you want to do that that if way. If you want to, which you don't have to. No, because if you actually believe in natal charts or if you don't, the truth applies that mm -hmm. either way, it will be how it's meant to be. At any given moment, at any given time, you are who you're meant to be. But you are not locked into your present or future charts. Those do not decide your fate. Everything is up for grabs. Everything can change. Yes. What's the point of it then? So the purpose of, of astrology to begin with has everything to do with our connection to the cosmos, the stars, the planets, because we are very much connected to them energetically, right? In oneness consciousness, it's just recognizing that we're connected to everything and everything is energy. So we've used astrology to understand our human compulsions and impulses, our character, our relationships, and our purpose. Again, soul's blueprint. But in as much as we can grow and evolve, astrology itself does not evolve. So at some point, we transcend astrology as we expand our consciousness. But Now, are we there yet? No, but we will. At some point, astrology will become moot. By connecting us to the heavens, mm -hmm. it reminds us that we're all human. We are all one species. And whether you've got brown hair or blonde hair or have this story or that story or this perspective or that perspective, it brings us closer to oneness. Astrology is just a tool to get us where we need to go for 5D, but it will not be a tool to use beyond 5D. So when you say that we can change our present and our future, yeah. of course we can. Because we are the architects of our reality. Well, Even as much simpler than that. Okay. We are the stories we tell ourselves. Very much. So if you unblock your shit, the stories that you tell yourself change, therefore you've changed your present and your future. There you go. You know, when you read a chart about the future, as I said, you can have many different interpretations. There are many different ways to read it. So how you read your chart or how you read your projection in three months, you're doing so with your present mind. Mm -hmm. 
But actually, in those three months, just like anything else predictive, you, right now you are assigning a story to what information you're getting about the future. But actually, who you are in that future space could be very different from the person you are in your present. Very likely. And very likely to be. Mm-hmm. Which means that the likelihood of the future you've envisaged happening is far less likely to come true mm-hmm. because you will be a different person too. Mm-hmm. And if we believe, if you're even listening to this podcast, there is a part of you that is committed to to growth. So the likelihood that you will be the same person who you are now, that you will be in six months in a year, is very, very slim. Mm -hmm. So the likelihood that the prediction would apply in the same way is also very, very slim. Using any kind of these mainstream quote-unquote spiritual tools for their predictive nature is, to me, one of the greatest hazards. It's going to anyone to be able to tell you your future in order to mitigate some fear or anxiety that you have around it. Just as much as it is dangerous to use it, as you said, as an excuse to explain away some vice or behavior that you're not wanting to let go of or deal with or heal because you don't feel like taking responsibility for it. No, 100%. And look, I can tell you from very, very personal experience, Mm -hmm. everyone can tell you the same date for whatever you're hoping and wishing to come true to happen. Yeah. If the fears are there that it's not going to happen, the fears aren't going to go away. You're just going to be a little bit more battled in your head about it. And I think that's why a lot of people who are much more grounded in logic struggle with astrology because of its predictive nature, Mm. because it's been used in a way that feels inauthentic and because it's taking away people's agency. Very much so. So how many stories have we all heard about the girl who got told she was going to meet the love of her life on X date by a psychic or an astrologer and then was so disappointed when it didn't happen or settled for the wrong guy because she thought it was him? People gave their agency away to someone else. We need to start learning, and we're doing this with every episode, that the only person who can tell you what is the truth is yourself Mm. and the minute you go to someone else asking them for help in a way which is trying to mitigate anxieties and fears as opposed to understanding them and working through them exactly just a bit of guidance because you really don't know what to do we are all searching for Mm. meaning yes because there is so much being flung up in our face right now that we are clinging on to everything everything trying to figure (laughs) out why we're here, what we're doing, because for the first time, we've been given permission to do what we want. And yes. half of us don't know what the fuck that is. No, because we don't know what we want, or we don't know how to get there. Or we've silenced our voice of what we wanted for so long that we can no longer hear it anymore. Or we fear the responsibility around it. Yeah. Yeah. And so turning to tools like astrology, unless you treat them like a game and a bit of an explanation that you take a bit lightly. Yes. If you take anything too seriously, it's usually an indication that you've gone wrong. So it's really how you choose to show up when you're deciding whether or not to say yes to a a date by looking at your horoscope, when you're deciding whether or not to even date or marry someone based on their horoscope, (laughs) you know that you've given too much power to the horoscope. Totally. And then really, it's actually, funnily enough, the best tool ever. Because at that moment, you've got to stop and you've got to ask yourself, where am I not enough? Then I need to turn to this then ask myself what I really want. Exactly. Because the minute you realize that you are relying way too heavily on it is the minute you know you have to reconnect back to yourself. Every religion incorporates the cosmos. It is a unifying factor between us as humans. Yes. And it connects us to something bigger than ourselves. It does. It really does. It reminds us that 
we are so much more than our immediate reality. Exactly. Because we always associated the heavens with divinity. And so astrology makes that divinity a bit more real. It makes it more logical, more mm-hmm. tangible. Yes. More understandable. Yes. It's a blueprint to us understanding our divinity, which is. is what it is. It is. The blueprint of the soul. The closer to our divinity we get, though, that's where we can understand why astrology will not work forever. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.